Hello, welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Getting into today's top stories, the 2022-23 Leadership Washington class experienced a variety of health and wellness-related offerings in town on Wednesday, December 14th. They started the day at the UP home, where the dining staff provided a delicious breakfast. The class learned about many of the various health conditions that can affect the eyes by Dr. Megan Hangartner of Modern Eye Care. Following her presentation, they toured the UP home with Executive Director Aaron Drahoda and participated in a short yoga workout with Director of Relations Amy Cleese. They traveled to the YMCA from there where Brandy Hemsley of, the, of Jet Physical Therapy educated the class about how physical therapy can alleviate various causes of pain and improve various surgical outcomes like knee and hip replacements. Nick Pesha, the Parks and Recreation Director with the City of Washington, filled participants in on the status of various parks in town, including the development and usage of the new Wellness Park. Amy Schulte of the YMCA gave a quick update on the status of Phase 2, the addition of a new pole at the Y. Kyla Wilkening also got the class blood flowing with a quick interval workout in the Rage Cage. Next, Washington County Hospital Clinic CEO Todd Patterson gave the class an update on the new plant operation structure being added to the hospital, as well as the new services and providers that have been added in the past year. The class then moved across the street to the Halcyon House. Executive Director Chris Marshall and Sales Director Susan Wellington introduced Fanny Chance and Alicia Davis, who will be taking over their respective positions. Last but not least was a tour of Hospice of Washington County's new building by Katrina Altenhofen, the group's Executive Director. A project organized by Washington County, the City of Ainsworth, and Canadian Pacific Railroad has been authorized for $58,000 in state funds. The grant will go to a railroad crossing improvement co-managed by all three entities on Underwood Avenue, also known as Old Military Road. The state's DOT's Highway Railroad Grade Crossing Service Repair Program, funded by Iowa's road use tax dollars, covers 60% of the awarded project's costs, leaving the remaining bill to be split evenly between the railroad and local government entities. In the case of Underwood Avenue, the only crossing in town managed by both the city and county, that means a 20% contribution from CP and 10% from each from the city and the county. While the funding comes amid the railroad's planned merger with Kansas City Southern, Smith said the grant application was submitted far in advance. County engineer Jacob Thorius said the work would make the grade crossing more even with the new road improvement and possible adjustments to the tracks as well. An exact timetable is uncertain, according to Thorius, but the grant money is set to arrive in fiscal year 2024, meaning the work could come through in calendar years 2024 or 25. Impending weather may delay delivery of the Thursday, December 22nd, and Friday, December 23rd editions of the Southeast Hour Union. The paper is printed in Des Moines and returned to the Union offices in the overnight hours before being delivered to area post offices by local drivers. With blizzard-like conditions expected to begin overnight Wednesday and continuing through Friday, delivery in a timely manner would not outweigh the safety of the delivery drivers. If conditions allow, the paper will be delivered as normal. If not, you may receive one, two, or three papers at one time on the next publication date. Union staff will be observing the Christmas holiday on Monday, December 26th, and there is no paper scheduled for that day. Any missed papers will be delivered with the Tuesday, December 27th edition. The union offices in Fairfield, Mount Pleasant, and Washington are scheduled to be closed in observance of the holidays on Friday, December 23rd and 26th. The weather may alter office hours on Thursday, December 22nd. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we'll have the weather and sports. 
Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. Cabber Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their healthcare decisions while maintaining quality of life. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for obituaries. Delbert D. Protzman of Mount Pleasant passed away on December 15th at the age of 85. A funeral service will be held at 10.30 a.m. December 23rd at the Kimsey Funeral Home. Richard Maxwell Hall of Fairfield passed away on December 17th. Banner Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. San Juan of Juanita Tanner of New London passed away on December 19th at the age of 73. Celebration of Life will be held at a later date. Murphy Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Stanley E. Hill of Mount Pleasant passed away on December 18th at the age of 92. Funeral services will be held at 2 p.m. December 21st at the Faith Luther Church. Olson Powell Memorial Chapel is in charge of the arrangements. Those obituaries, it is now time for the weather. The weather is brought to you by Jacqueline Ariola LLC. Come visit Jackie in her new location downtown. She is ready to serve Washington and the surrounding community. Today it has been 27 and cloudy. Tonight we will start to see the beginning of what is shaping up to be the first winter storm of the season. On Thursday there was a 90% chance of snow showers with a high of 23 and a low of negative 7. There will also be winds at 28 miles an hour, which will kick up all that snow, leading to poor visibility. Although it won't snow on Friday and Saturday, caution is still advised. Friday's high is only 0 degrees, and winds will be 34 miles an hour, which drops the wind chill well into the negative 20s. On Saturday, it will continue to be cold with extreme winds. The high is 6 and the low is negative 7. Wind speeds are going to be 26 miles an hour. We're going to take another brief break, and when we come back, we will have sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities, serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. 
Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Sports, brought to you by Fairway. At first glance, it seems not much went right for the Our Westland men's basketball team on Monday when they welcomed in an 11-2 Hastings College team for a rare 3 p.m. game. Not only did the Tigers shoot a dreadful percentage from outside, but the Broncos seemingly couldn't miss. Yet, with all that being said, Iowa Westland still walked off the court winners. The Tigers knocked off the Broncos 71-66, earning their 13th win in a row and improving the already impressive resume of a team that is already receiving votes in the NAIA men's basketball poll. Hastings nailed 12 of its 22 three-point attempts in the game, eight of which came in the first half. Iowa Wesson, on the other hand, shot 4-for-20 from three-point land, but won the rebounding battle 30-23, outscored the Broncos in points off turnovers, second-chance points, and bench points to make up for the deficit. Brown was lights out from the field, shooting 6-for-7 overall and 2-from-3 from three-pointer for 18 points in total. Henry Shannon finished with 14 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 blocks. Munoz had 12, and Jones finished with 11 points and 2 blocks to give the Tigers 4 double-digit scorers. Tigers are now an impressive 14-1 and are one of the hottest teams in the entire NAIA going into winter break. Iowa Westland will be back in January, starting at the Continental Athletic Conference Classic in Espanola, New Mexico. That will be on January 6th through the 7th. Those will be the first two of seven conference games to be played before the end of the season. That is the news for Southeast Iowa. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break, and I will see you next time.